0: Behavior, bitches.
1: Hey guys, it's Liat and Casey. And we are here with episode 124. Casey, what do
0: you have for us today? All right, episode one, two, four. Why do I feel so great when Liat's ice cream falls to the floor? Good one. I like she it. She loves a good McDonald's uh, soft serve. They're
1: my favorite ice creams. You can, you can catch me in that line anytime. All right. Okay. Enough rhyming. Here we go.
0: All right. So um, our guest today, well, first we're going to get into an amazing review. And I want to thank this person because we haven't had a review in a little while and um, it came in at just the right time. So this review came in from Squiggy21. I get to live my dreams because of you, double heart. I hope that doesn't mean F off, because I use double R when I type to Liat, and I mean F off. Anyways, five stars. I feel so blessed to live my dreams of being a BCBA and being able to support my family in a way I couldn't have imagined. My grad school, other study programs I've tried, and just reading Cooper didn't excite me about this field and it made it difficult to understand. The collectives, mocks, coffee, and Cooper, etc., were so much more valuable at helping me truly understand these extremely hard concepts. I would recommend to anyone, and I do, but these podcasts are so fun and keep that excitement going since passing my test. Thank you both for all you do and keep changing the life of so many out there you don't even know you are impacting in incredible ways. I have legit goosebumps. That is so sweet. I think I'm crying. (laughs) Are you crying? Kinda. It's just
1: so, I just. It's it's really amazing the impact that we, I know.
0: Sometimes it, just, it, like, hits me. Like last I have these, I like, showing... waves of emotions when I think about it. I'm like,
1: oh. No, it, it's really so special. I was actually showing my mom and my dad last night when we were watching The Bachelor. And because my dad had a root canal, he was, like, a part of it, um, too. Bachelorette? He was there. Bachelorette. Um, I was like, oh, my God, look at these reels that our team is making. How cool are they? And it was, like, showing different things, like, how it's helped different people, study notes. Mm-hmm. And I was like. How cool is this? It's like, this is so amazing. Yeah, it was really cool. But so thank you for that review. Yes. Thank you so, 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 so much. And keep giving us reviews, everyone, and five stars and keep giving Casey goosebumps, okay?
0: Yes. And so, me make
1: me excited.
0: <laughs> speaking of Bachelorette, a show I've never been into, considering I watch a lot of shit TV. I just never got into that show. But Leon and I were kind of finding that we were losing less and less interest in each other. So I was seeking out – I was trying to pair with her. So I started watching this season's Bachelorette. Also because there was two Bachelorettes, it seemed a little more interesting and they were like stood up on the last one. So it's given us a lot more stuff to talk about.
1: I told Casey – I basically threatened her. I said like if you want us to continue having anything to talk about, like you need to start watching The Bachelorette. I think we would have a lot more in common. So she did it, the rule follower she is.
0: I did. And I'm, I think it's the most stupid show I've ever watched, but. Totally. It's, the behaviors are absurd. Uh, but what I do like is that um, sometimes I, I take, <laughs> I get excited, or not excited, but I like, feel good when the guys like leave the girls.
1: So that perfectly.
0: Leads this into what we're going to
1: talk about today. But first, we also have a very important announcement.
0: I need to do this PSA because there's never a time we want to steer you guys wrong. And, and we want to always have your trust. Yes. And, you know, as the influencers, we are. <laughs> <Liot's> <laughs> garbanzo bean from the last episode is BS, okay? She told me she did a terrible, not technological at all. She told you guys to just soak them overnight in warm Water or like nor what rum tap water, and they'd be ready to go in the morning. And all you have to do is sprinkle some Parmesan cheese and squeeze a dollop of lemon, and you're good to go. Well, not like it, dollop.
1: I said put a lot of lemon. I it's like basically well, making your own sour patch kids
0: like, with Parmesan. Well, cheese before essence, we even could get to that step, it took me three days to make these beans. So I'm soaking them for 24 hours. They're still hard. I do it at 48 hours. They're still hard. I'm like Leah. This is not working. Finally, she's like, oh, I think I missed a really important step. I'm like, okay, good, because what is it? After you soak them, you need to then boil them for like two hours in a garlic clove added to the pot. I'm like, oh, that's important because they were still you very hard You said crunchy. they're still hard. You said they're still hard. No, they're not. I mean, they're not like they were. They're They're better. So today I'm finally, after three days, trying to make this healthy snack – I have a shit ton of beans I don't know what I'm going to do with and I actually don't like it without adding what I added which was avocado, hard boiled egg and hot sauce.
1: Yeah, but in my defense, I didn't mean to steer you guys wrong. It's just that Kobe's nanny makes these um these garbanzo beans like by like and she makes it look so easy. And in my defense, I speak a little bit of Spanish and I'm getting better. But the recipe was given to me in Spanish completely. And so, yeah, maybe I missed a few steps. Whatever. I told you to Google it. I mean, I'm not going to take full responsibility, but No, for I trust Casey's. everything you say. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding.
0: Hashtag Lol. philosophical doubt. Hashtag bullshit detector. Anyways, that's what's been going on. Liat speaking of bullshit me. detector,
1: speaking of bullshit detector, I called Casey out on her bullshit this morning. I have been asking Casey to send this one book to Jordan that we need for like our supervision eight-hour course we're working on. And like, I've been like, okay, did you send it? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have it on my counter. Like, I knew this bitch didn't have it on her counter. So like, finally, like a few days ago, she's like, oh, let me actually see where it's located. I'm like, see, I effing told you. Caught you in line number one. Next. Then – I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to create the shipping label for you from the study notes website. I'm going to email it to you. So you legit just find a paper bag, cover the book in it, and send it to Jordan. I did all the work. Okay. She's like, oh, yeah, totally. Next day, did you send it? Oh, no, it's on my thing today. Yeah. Oh, then I sent it yesterday. And she's like, I know her. She's like, oh, shit. I didn't really send it yet. So she's like, oh, Matt took it to work today. I'm like, and she's like, Good. oh, Andy's, Andy's, um, Expediting, Expediting it. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But then today when I'm on like FaceTime with her, I'm like, listen, bitch, I gotta call you out on your bullshit. <laughs> I know you. There's no effing way Matt went and expedited it when I sent you a pre uh like paid for label. Like you didn't go out of your way to like go buy another one. So don't bullshit a bullshitter. And number one. I said,
0: okay, I go a liar, see I see a liar, I raise you a liar. <laughs>
1: Literally, I'm like, come on,
0: Biatch. Anyways,
1: Anyways, peanut
0: butter and jelly. excited about today's episode.
1: Today's behavioral principles we will be covering are... We have reinforcement, motivating operations, establishing operations, abolishing operations. These are the value-altering effects of motivating operations, we have punishment, and a lot of the things we are talking about today are private events.
0: So we might seem like we're talking a lot um, and you want to know where the guests are. Well, guess what? Today you get two of the (laughs) best we've ever had in history.
1: And they're really hot. (laughs) (laughs)
0: They're really, really hot and smart. (laughs) Really
1: smart and like such good energy. I mean, ugh. Guys, it's us. Okay. Yeah, it's us. Okay. So
0: no, it's good. We love coming and just being together sometimes. We don't do it often. And Liat always comes to me with these topics that I think are stupid until she creates like a um, outline, like 14 pages on like a topic that I thought we'd talk nothing about. And so um, today we're talking about a term that I've had to practice how to say about 500 times this morning. It's, yeah, it's German and it is dun, 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 schadenfreude, schadenfreude, schadenfreude.
1: On our outline, I, <laughs> one of the most organized things I've ever done is ever I like wrote it out phonetically. It was like schadenfreude. Duh, On every page of the outline. No, I put it as the header, so it would
0: show up over and over. Oh, I thought you manually did it. Okay, it makes more sense that.
1: No, I'm about efficiency,
0: you know. Yeah, (laughs) Work smarter, not harder. Mm -hmm. So, okay, Liat, I'm going to need you to operationally define Schadenfreude.
1: Sure, Schadenfreude, Schadenfreude. All right, what is that? Sorry, I, I, I have to practice saying it all the time. The word schadenfreude is a compound of the German word schaden, meaning damage or harm, and freud meaning joy, even though I did think that, like, the freud also had to do a little bit with freud. Is that wrong? I think so. It's not spelled right.
0: It's It's not spelled the same either.
1: Well, they just added an E on the end. I feel like that might be, like, a cool German thing to do. But anyways, it is the opposite of sympathy. Schadenfreude is an emerging area of scientific interest, actually. And just I love any psychological interesting thing as to why us humans are so weird and complex. Um, But what it really is, just breaking it down for you, is it's a pleasure derived from someone else's misfortune. So it's the idea of why are we secretly a little happy when we see that Kim Kardashian got
0: robbed, all right? What? Why is that? Or that? Or why am I happy sometimes when like the bachelorette gets like, ditched or ghosted, right? Because
1: you're like, oh, those hot girls get dumped too, right? Or it when it comes to like a lot of people, I think with sports, like when Tiger Woods, like who was like the most successful, best golf player, I mean football player. I'm just kidding, guys. I at least know that he <laughs> plays golf. Well, <laughs> um, when he had that whole stint, it's like. I don't know what it is exactly, but we're going to talk more about that. But there's some secret joy that all of us, okay, we're we're not going to twaddle foot around this. We are going <laughs> to say that all of us do it, okay? So
0: it's human nature, okay? That's what I've basically been reading and watching YouTube videos on shot and and I think that one of the biggest things is yes it's human nature. Yes, it is um something that we've all taken part in. It's also something that you need to check. Check your shot in fraud Florida, okay? So if you're being a total dick at the misfortune of others, like that's not cool. But do we all practice this a little bit? Apsa Abso- Absolutely.
1: Well, that's the thing about it, Casey. It's not something that's typically like out loud, also. It might right, be it's like, a like private in event. your own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, Miss always has a perfect life, finally is going through some struggle, you know? And so that's where it comes in. And look, Alan in the chat just wrote, he hates Notre Dame. And when Monte Teo actually, <laughs> I feel like I know something about sports. I actually just watched that on. Netflix the other day. When he got catfished, it
0: was so much fun. I was just gonna say I, I had never, when you said that word to me I'd never heard of it. Then as I'm Googling more about it, I remember a few years ago I went to see a musical called Avenue Q and at the time I saw that listening- too with my
1: ex, Benji
0: Oh, Benji um, At the time when I was, it never clicked to me, but they have a song, it's like Schadenfreude Schadenfreude Basically just like singing at the, you're happy at the misfortune of others. Like when that straight A student gets a B or your ex-boyfriend best ex boyfriend gets an STD, Sean and Frada making the world better <laughs> or something like that. I've been singing it all day. And if you go listen to it, it's going to be stuck in your head too. But it really does in three and a half minutes sum up the fact that we all do this. Um, I was joking. I don't even realize I do it, but maybe this is like a thing. Liat checks me in the morning or something and is like, I'm just like, I think I'm going to flare up. I'm just not feeling good. And then like the next second I'm posting a picture of me on my Peloton, like move your body, work your
1: body. <laughs> no, I literally think Casey is like, oh, uh, I think it's because you're really competitive it is. in general.
0: I know. I know. It's not because I'm like, like, oh, I'm happy she's sick. It's like, why am I one upping someone? I'm a, definitely a no, one upper.
1: K- Casey is a one upper, three upper. <laughs> you're just super competitive. I know. Like, like Casey said that I do shot and fraud, but I think mine's more like I get joy out of testing people
0: yeah, in terms of- Yeah, and she of, like takes joy if like we're doing a live and I get a behavior concept wrong.
1: No, no I don't in that. I always shine your crown, bitch. I always am like, no, you know, you're no, you're you always know like, it. Let
0: me find one that you're not going to get right. Are we going to stump Casey? No, but
1: that's more for the joy of others. That's for shot and fraud for the student, shot and fraud <laughs> So they
0: don't think I'm just like a walking Cooper. Perfect. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. You know, it's like behavior bitches don't know everything too.
0: Weren't we going to make a sticker once that was like a tree stump and it was like stump, you stumped the behavior bitches and we'd like send it to you if you like corrected us or Got something? A cons-
1: yeah, I, I think still we still that. should do that. That is so cute. Okay, write that down. Good so, idea.
0: I'll send it to Julia. Shout out Jules. Good idea.
1: No, but, okay, anyways, back to Casey, only because we could shoot the shit straight to each other. Casey's, <laughs> I feel, like, secretly, like, I know Casey loves me more than anything, okay? So I'm just going to put that out there. But I do think that Casey's um, competitive tendencies in general, like, she's competitive with, like, a five-year-old swimming in the pool. She even said it on one podcast, so it's not like I'm, like, saying anything new. Like, she'll be like, yeah, five-year-old, I'll let things swim there faster than you without – you know, oh yeah, like no one's 5 year olds crying. No one's yeah, or five-year-olds.
0: <laughs> Which I mean, that is definitely. I mean, I do this. I do it with myself. I'm very competitive with myself. Um, I think I told you guys on the podcast before. I don't know, maybe that's I that's what I said.
1: You said about that swimming. You did, no, but
0: I was doing it with myself. Like Matt and I were all lounging by the pool, and I was like, "How long can I swim underwater for?" I but I can make it there in less than a minute. How's my dive? Rate right it one through ten. Like no one's competing with me. It's in my head. Like I need to be the best.
1: Okay, but anyway, so this is this is what I think, and I'm going to call Casey out for it now. And I literally don't know how this is going to go, but hopefully, this doesn't end the podcast. <laughs> okay, so I uh, don't get me wrong; I have like so many flaws and things that I do. So, like, this is just <laughs> calling out one of Casey's. <laughs> I don't know if it's a flaw; it's just a it's a trait, uh, according to this research here. Like, so
0: I feel like you're going to call me like when, a sociopath or
1: something. <laughs> no, when so I okay. When I was married or, like, in a relationship or anything along those lines.
0: Oh, I know where you're going. Okay.
1: I'd be, like, like, I <laughs> – there's, like, a like let's say a family friend who I knew was going through, like, something really hard and, like, so upset over, like, heartbreak or something. I automatically go into, like – and this is before, like, I actually felt any of this. I was, like, oh, I get it. I fucking hate my husband. Blah, blah, blah. Like, literally – guys overrated totally blah 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 because like i immediately go into like the empath like want them to feel like belonging like you're not alone casey on the other hand i swear she leans into the opposite like and you have to admit it a little she will literally go because
0: i i i do actually unconsciously i'm
1: like it's like i'm like oh my god casey everything in my house is broken literally like my like Ever since I got divorced, like, any appliance that's over $3,000 has broken. Three AC units. Fridge, an oven, freezer. My <laughs> fridge, my gate, my electric gate, whatever it is. And she's like, what is her fucking comment? Like, literally, like, the day my divorce is finalized. Oh, God. Oh, I'm just so glad I have a mat. Or, like, <laughs> like, and then she's one time. Oh, my God. I'm sorry, guys. This oh, is just this shit is a talk, mat. Casey Nation. I'm like, you know, it's like – I'm going through a divorce. It's hard. It's emotional. I'm trying to figure out my life. I'm scared for my future. Like, am I going to be alone? Am I going to be this? You know, all the common thoughts. She sends me a fucking picture of her cat and says, you can date Cal. First of all, number one, that like, I hope you hear this now and realize that like something is wrong with you. Number one. Second of all, second of all, I fucking hate cats. (laughs) <laughs> so, like, on top of it, like maybe a French Bulldog, still an asshole thing to do. But I'm genuinely like, this is Casey. I know Casey's competitive nature of like, ah, I have one thing above Liat. I'm Dying. I and then she goes and overposts, my rock. If you're lucky enough to be lucky, I'm lucky. And I'm so <laughs> happy for her. And her relationship is nothing on mine, but she is a secret. not in fraud and i i want to know if you're able to
0: acknowledge this tears are streaming down my face in laughter because i'm like i'm such a bitch Uh, and it's like read the room casey read the room like she's texting you literally
1: read the room it would be the equivalent just so you understand okay (laughs) of like you coming on about your pcos or whatever it is and i'm like I'm so lucky You to adopt, adopt this kid. No, no, no. You could adopt this random kid I found on the side of the street.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's like, just it's, right, put yeah, it in context.
1: It. for case. Anyways. Okay. She admits it. But anyway, Anyways.
0: Can I say something though? That you do love me? I know. No, no, no. Well, yes. I love you to death, but am I a psychopath for feeling schnodden for fraud? Now, I'm asking myself this question right now as I'm reading this article, (laughs) just because I'm literally feeling like, whoa. Not at all is the um, explanation. So, a study on Schadenfreude by Dr. Mina Sikara explained that a lack of empathy is not always pathological, and that Schadenfreude is a human response, and not everyone experiences this, but a significant portion of us do. You might wanna be worried if you feel it regularly. But a little smirk at the failure of somebody you envy every now and again doesn't mean you're turning into Aww, a monster. Do
1: you envy me? <laughs>
0: <laughs> this Aww. is like going to your head. I'm going to change my behavior.
1: Going to my head? <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, my God. I don't think I ever hate- so much on a podcast. Okay, so don't feel bad for feeling a little schadenfrada every now and again, but beware of doing it too much. I need to check my <laughs> Like,
1: Let's make it like a – like a emoji we send when you're snorting, and like yeah, uh, like a. Oh, we tried the watermelon that one time. That was not good. I say we that has bad. I think we just like, be
0: real and like say it because we try, every time we do like an emoji, someone takes it gets it the wrong misread. Way. Yeah, yeah it's totally. Like, not the time for the watermelon, Casey. I'm like, okay, sorry. You told me to use it when you were overstepping. I don't know. <laughs> I just say it. Stay in your lane. <laughs> so, but actually. Aside
1: from like these like, you know, like very personal examples of it, but we do it at large, especially with so much content on the internet now and so many, like, you know, these, like a lot of the videos that we're laughing at. Yes. Like jackass. All the fails, all the videos. Yeah. All like jackass. Oh my God. That guy just, you know, hit himself in the nuts so hard and he's crying. Right. Or. Well, um, I have a good
0: example of this. Remember the other day when Matt and I were coming in on our boat and there was a a pontoon boat that had literally driven up on a giant rock and it was like almost vertical? I immediately take pictures and send it into my favorite Instagram called The Qualified Captain and they reposted it of like, we call them boat jerrys or like boat idiots basically doing like stupid shit. And we, I watch it all the time and I'm like, oh, look at that person just got thrown off the boat. (laughs) Yeah. Or like
1: someone gets like, like a... Like a face plant into something. It's like this weird – so it's – you were telling me, which I didn't get as far into my research, that there's different types of mm-hmm. schadenfreude.
0: So there's three types of schadenfradas, okay? I'll tell you. Yeah. So this is drawing upon decades of work, not my work. The research out there suggests there's three different motivations that can drive the feeling of schadenfrada. One is aggression, one is rivalry, and one is justice. So the aggression one involves group identity. So improving the group you're in can refi- require the defeat of others. I think about this with, like, teams, football teams, politics, right? The different uh, political parties. right with like politics, it's, like, wild. Like, people oh, literally rim- follow,
1: like, like, oh, my God. You know, like, it'll be, like oh my god
0: uh i mean with trump it was like everywhere it became well, like, he made shot and fraud totally acceptable because he was doing it all over the place in public forums like yeah no, the misfortune and he, of others of just but making also fun that's people.
1: example of someone who's like very polarizing right like someone who's like easy to hate easy to be like whether it's like a result of i mean he says things like a dick but also like it's like oh It's like I've seen a a lot of the reading I've done, like people who are maybe successful in something or, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, he would make like a public idiot out of himself. But the same idea of like people, but like even to the detail of like beyond like what someone's saying, it'd be like, oh, this politician got COVID. Ha ha ha. Right. Mm -hmm. Like just following every detail of their life or like this one. And it's like, holy shit, we need to get a life and stop living through others, you know, like
0: that entire idea of that. Right. So the next one, which I totally is me, is rivalry based shot and fraud is similar to the aggression one, but it's distinct in that it's tied to individual achievement and jealousies. So it's like, I'm going to go out of my way to do better than someone else. I'm going to go out of my way to make a move in a game that's going to block you. I'm going to go out of my way to win a race. Um, and it's basically go out of my way to like say, oh
1: my rock." Right after I'm like, "I'm gonna be alone forever." <laughs>
0: I post, Matt. If you find your your best, if you marry your best friend, you're lucky enough. I'm sucking. Oh my god! And the third kind is justice based, and this is um, surrounding the joy we feel when somebody who we think deserves some shitty shit to happen to them. So, if they get like a successful person. If they get in trouble or they have some life thing or goes to prison, we feel that, like, justice shot in front. Like, you deserve that. Because it's arrogance that, like, the person has or –
1: Yeah, no, or it's, like, you know, like, oh, that one person was such a dick to me, like, when I couldn't come to work because of my lupus. It's, like, oh, you know, and they were, like – let's say someone was, like, so, like, like, oh, we all feel sick, you know? It's, like, okay, well, I – like, one day – you just wait till you have some sort of illness, mm-hmm. and then you understand karma biatch, you know.
0: So I want to talk a little bit about what goes on in like the mind when um, people are experiencing schadenfreude. Is that they undergo a temporary process similar to that experienced by individuals with high levels of psychopathic personality traits, <laughs> motivated by certain situational and to a lesser extent dispositional variables. The perceiver tends to dehumanize the victim. Temporarily losing the motivation to detect the victim's mind, much like a psychopath. Wow, that's scary. All
1: right, something else, you know, talking about schadenfreude, schadenfreude, um, what I find is interesting, just like autism, no, it's not the same as autism, there is a spectrum, okay? All of us, and if you say you don't have any of these tendencies, you're lying, um, all of us have it on a spectrum. So some people may have it greater than others. And so it it could go from being episodic to an actual trait. Like some people have it so much that they actually consider it an actual character trait. So when when you're listening to this, listeners, are you thinking about anything specifically like, oh, that bitch passed her test. What the fuck? She was always so annoying in the study groups, right? I got to tell you, the one place I definitely do not have, I have the opposite of schadenfreude with our – I feel like I'm saying it so wrong every time. I'm, I'm feeling very insecure about the way I say it. No, you're doing good. But, like I have the genuine joy for people when I like see they have passed the test or come through some sort of hardship. That is one place that I feel I am able to vicariously live through other people's happiness. Like the opposite of schadenfreude because I, I feel like, like I'm with them on this and so it's amazing.
0: Okay, there's a funny example from The Simpsons in which Homer is, like, so infuriated with his perfect neighbor, Ned, um, when he opens a shop, the leftorium, and given the chance to imagine three wishes, he first fantasizes that the business collapses. So first he sees the shop empty of customers, then Flanders turning out his pockets, and then Flanders begging the bailiffs. It's only when Homer imagines Flanders' grave, Flanders' children weeping beside it, that he stops himself. Too far, he says, and quickly rewinds to the image of the bankrupt shop. So realizing when you're going too far with your schadenfreude is really important too.
1: And there's actually research on this. It's not like we're just like talking about this random concept. There's there actually a study um, published in Science. It's a journal. And we could post the article in the show notes. Okay, I'm going to – I'm totally going to kill this name, and I usually give Casey weird names to read, but it's Hidehiko Takahashi et al. <laughs> they use functional – they actually use MRIs to record mechanisms of the brain of painful emotion, envy, and schadenfreude, schadenfreude, fraude, which was a rewarding reaction. First, the participants were presented with the scenarios promoting envy, like they isolated the different variables. Um and the anterior cingulate cortex, cingulate, cingulate, was activated. Second, when the participants were presented with the related scenarios promoting Schadenfreude, the ventral stri- striatum was activated. Okay, these are all parts of your brain. Look, I'm I'm not a neurologist <laughs> I'm like, here. Oh my, this is good. But no, no, no. But but the there's actually like there's it's actually showing that reward system of that reinforcement, like lighting up in the brain, Mm -hmm. right? Like these seats of emotion uh, or like where we have our cognitions show that our our actual like neurological and like limbic system is involved with reward processing and motivation. So like those MOs, right? Mm -hmm. And the MOs are going to be different for everyone. So like let's say, um, you know, let's talk about myself right now. I'm going through like, you know, trying to figure out my life, feeling a little bit lost in between like, okay, I just got out of a relationship. I have a child. I'm a single mom, blah, 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 blah. So like something more that's going to produce more schadenfreude for me, whether I want it or not, is going to be, you know, someone, um, it might be like, ah, uh, yay, my ex-boyfriend, he just had a breakup too. Okay, he's not doing so great, right? Because that's that's what I'm dealing with. Whereas like if someone is dealing with, you know, like, oh, I just had a child with special needs and my life is so hard and I'm like trying to figure things out, you might be like, oh, Miss Perfect also is dealing with a struggle, you know, like the girl who was always like the hot cheerleader at school.
0: Um, and so and – That's when I think that that is human nature, right? Yeah, you're not totally. a bad person for it, thinking that.
1: No, and and it's it's going to be based on your mOs. Like whatever you are dealing with, it's either going to be like an establishing operation making that like, uh, what's the that that the, misfortune more valuable? That misfortune more valuable, depending on what you're going through, right? Like, and everyone's going through some shit, so it's like whether it's, ugh finally that family's not so perfect anymore. Or like, just, it's something that we all go through and figuring out, you know, I mean, but I also think for our own sake, even if we could acknowledge that we all go through it, I also think like, just mentally, it's probably not great for us. So, I mean, even with people taking the test, like I know, like, since we're dealing with people taking the exam all the time, you know, I always like to tell people Someone else passing the test has no effect on whether you pass the test, right? Because I think a lot of us, like, look at it as, like, oh, she took my spot, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, she passed, I did it, yeah. right? But really, there's enough passing to go around for everyone, you know? And mm-hmm. the same way, I think, like, in a lot of, um, uh, you know, even in, like, dating. Like I'm not ready for it yet, but I, I do know something like I will have to continually tell myself is like, dude, just because this person, you know, and especially like I assume, I, I'm really not there yet, but like as you get older, you feel like the pickings are less or mm-hmm. um, you missed your shot or your time. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or whatever it is. And it's like someone else did, but it's like, dude, you could be happy for someone else. Like just because someone else has found happiness doesn't mean that yours is not there. So that idea of like comparing and and if you actually like – if you actually look at it, you know, I, I'm just saying like these are things that like I'm already aware that I'm going to have to deal with. And if you're able to have that joy for someone else, I actually think this is going to be really mentalistic. I think like juju-wise and, you know, that giving that good, that
0: karma. karma, Yeah.
1: It's like it's going to come to you when you could genuinely be happy for someone else or pain for someone else in um, different scenarios. It's also like it's also easier
0: like on social media to share like the good times and then not share any of the bad times. So I love that about you is that you always share the good and the bad and you just keep it really real. Thanks, sis. I actually was thinking about the other night. I was
1: like, having like a, you know, some nights I'm fine. Some, okay. I know I haven't really spoken much about the divorce, but feels like a time. Um, let's make this episode about me. As my ex boyfriend said, everything's about me. So, um, yeah, back to me, ex. <laughs> and <laughs> this movie's all about me. Um, but, you know, There's definitely times right now, like I have to say, as overall, I'm genuinely happier. Like Mm -hmm. I feel I did the right thing. But there's times where I'm just like, what's going on? Like I'm 32 with a child, like I mean the cutest kid, which I think is like the best thing I got out of all this. But like what? Like this sense of like overwhelming. Like wait, am I like alone here? Am I this? Am I that? And like there's times where like… So difficult and something I really try to do when I am – Sometimes like I'm just like feeling too down that I definitely don't want to put myself out there. Right. But I really do try because I actually think some way that we could – I don't know if it's like fight the actual sh- schadenfreude mm-hmm. is by share it. Like when yeah. you're open about your failures or your difficulties or like – Mm-hmm. humanizing yourself, I actually think that that kind of, like, removes that from someone else. Like, well, why am I being a dick? Like, why am I, like, ha- like why, like, am I annoyed that this person's business was successful or this or that? It's, mm-hmm. like, just that reminder of, like, dude, we're all struggling. Like, if you're not struggling in the moment, <laughs> it's coming. And if you are struggling in the moment, you're going to have better days. Like, just that, that concept of doing that, I think that's one way that we could fight it, mm-hmm. you know, by just keeping and it real. just
0: checking, you know, che- now that you know what it is, check your schadenfreude, right? Be aware check when your you're... Check your schadenfreude at the door. Check it at the door, all right? Like, I'm definitely going to work on my behaviors now that I... She's so publicly <laughs> exposed. I, wait, I
1: waited <laughs> till we were on the show to tell you about
0: it. <laughs> See that's why I love you so much because you're just real. Like, if you like,
1: because I, because I mean, you could also hate me for that. Being like, why the fuck did you put me on the air? No, to No, I
0: think I know a hundred percent. When I was studying this, I'm like, oh bully. like I have a lot of this. So,
1: and that comes- don't get me wrong, I have other things. I'm not like trying to like call you out as like I'm like I-, I would say in general, just mm-hmm. I have a lot of issues with a lot of different things, but like jealousy is not something that I find so much. Mm-hmm. So like, like I have other things that are like, I'm like, fuck, why am I like this with this? But, well, but that's I why you got best friends. <laughs> yeah. Tell me, please. No, I like, I, I actually, I feel like I am aware of a lot of my weaker areas. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm not. And maybe that's a flaw that I don't know what I'm.
0: No, no, you are. And I think that you and I have a lot of those conversations that we can say exactly yeah. like like knock that shit off or why are you why did you make that same behavior again like you know that it didn't work out last time why are you doing it over again
1: why you do it why did you order it <laughs> why did you order it <laughs> you have to take the collective
0: to know that that is the y axis or the ordinate all right this was great i think we hit some good points made people you know understand what this term was that I had never heard of until you brought it to me. So check your Schadenfrada.
1: Check your Schadenfrada, guys. And know that you're human, but I mean, we are always consistently trying to better ourselves Mm -hmm. as humans. So all of us can work on this. And honestly, I think that's all we have for you today. A nice, good time. I think this is like the perfect time for an episode. So Without further ado, it was fun case, just me and you catching up. Always love that. And you know where to find us. You can find us on Instagram at Behavior Bitches Podcast, Facebook at Behavior Bitches Podcast. You can find us on our website, behaviorbitches.com. Please send us emails on topics that are interesting. Hopefully when we do topics like this, you realize that it doesn't only have to be ABA related because we could find the behavioral terms. Mm -hmm. We are really good at behaviorifying and Snapifying anything. So, do that. Go if you want to come on the show, if you know someone who should come on the show, if you want a topic that we cover on the show, we could do it all. We are very dynamic chicks. So, go check us out and leave us a five star review on the Apple Store. And that's all the announcements I have for you. And as always, love ya. Mean it.